Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to Elite Rugby Banter. It is day three of our Super Rugby team previews, and today we're going to be talking about the Rebels. Uh, I shall I shall proceed with uh, my preview of the Rebels because I need to the ins and outs. Is, it's like reading an accounting book. Jeez, I don't know the accounting tips. So I was kind of appealing to you, Ben. A ledger. A ledger, thank you. It's like reading a ledger. I was appealing to your tax background because the ins and outs are a little bit insane in my little notebook here. Is taken up. So I'm going to go with the Rebels. Uh, I shall proceed. So look, I'm going to begin... I wonder what's the best thing to do here, because I wrote these all down, but I think I'll just go to the, the, the trusty Wikipedia page, because it's, it's way faster for me to read. So let me have a quick look there. Well, I'll just start within the coaching box. Dave Vessels, who I thought did a very good job with the Force last year, they showed a little bit more spark, and they certainly showed guts and strength. He's taken over as coach from Tony McGowan, who's actually gone to the Rebels as an assistant coach to back up Brad The Reds, I think? Yes, Reds, excuse me, uh, to go there with Brad Thorne. Dave Vessels is taking over as coach, which is going from Perth to Melbourne. Having lived in Pelvin, Pelvin, crikey, having lived in Melbourne, uh, I, I imagine it's a very different city to Perth. So it's very interesting he's crossing the country. But Dave Vessels, a good coach. So I think they've kind of gotten that decision right. They've kept him in the system, uh, the advantages of... of Centralization. So, to start off with the props, Toby Smith, the fantasy prop, um, along with Alan Alatoa, he's gone, he's gone to the Hurricanes, Tyrell Lomax, who's highly rated Australia, we're looking to bring him into the Wallabies, he was not capped, he's gone to the Highlanders, he's likely looking to become uh, an all-black, but they've brought in Sam Tatakai, uh, Tatera Falkner from the Force and from the Reds, respectively, and Ben Daly, and Jerome Ainsley, so they've kind of brought in the whole Force front row, uh, along with Sam Tatakai, uh, so they've got lots of depth. At Hooker, they've lost James Hansen and Patrick Diafa. They're both out. But uh, I know you're angry from the force. He's in their backup order. Hooker, Jordan Elisi, will be likely starting Hooker. No, um, Michael Chaker rates him quite highly. Even at the locks, there's been, a, a, you know, there's, there's been a ton of movement. Adam Coleman, a very good player. He's in from the force. Uh, Jeff Parling from Exeter. I think this is very interesting. Every now and then you get a European player coming into Super Rugby. He's coming over at lock, which I think it's a great choice uh, overall. I don't know how much he will play, but he's also got Matt Phillip, who's uh, really good as well, but he brings in all that experience. At flank, Sean McMahon, he's their big loss. He's gone to Japan, and I've seen reports from last year that he might. He says he, he probably <coughs> won't make the 2019 World Cup because his body can't handle it. Jake Schatz, he's out, but Richard Hardwick, who is hard, to excuse the pun, He's in from the store, uh, from the force, excuse me, and Ross Halepetti, uh, the lesser Halepetti, he's in from the force as well. Number eight, not, no, uh, not much changes. Scrum half, this is the big one, Will Genia, he's come back from Star Francais, and arguably they've got the strong, strongest scrum half stocks in all of Australia with Will Genia and Nick Sturzacker, who was the club captain last year, along with Michael Ruru, who isn't bad, and another chap called Harrison Goddard. At Flyhalf, they've actually had some turnover. Jackson Garden Bishop, he's gone to the Hurricanes. He is not going to see any game time along with since our higher West has already gone there, as you mentioned. Uh, ben, <laughs> what are these people doing? I don't know. What are they doing? I don't, I don't know. And even Ben, ben <laughs> Volavola, he's gone. He's gone to North Harbour. They brought in a guy called Taylor Adams from uh, New South Wales Country Eagles, so promoted from the NRC. So there's Jack Debrusini, so he'll probably start. Otherwise, a little bit thin. 
At centre, Mitch Inman, uh, always reliable. He's gone. He's gone to France. But in comes David Horitz, good player from the Tars, and Billy Meeks, also from the Force, good player. So, 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 what you're saying is Inman is actually the outman. Yes. Or <laughs> in is out. So, <laughs> sorry, Adam. Have you, did, did you mention uh, John Lance? John Lance? Oh no, I didn't. I actually you, missed I, that. Is they, he? Is I believe he? They snapped him up. Uh, I reckon he might be starting at 10. Ooh, John Lance. Well, I got. I got to actually check that. Let me just have a look here. John Lance, Queen, uh, Queensland side. John Lance. Oh, sorry. Well, I really don't care that much about Australian teams. No, it was <laughs> a, a, a fair point though. He's a good footballer. Then at wing, uh, not many changes. Fullback, the, also another very good sign. Dan Haley-Petty, who I'd argue, but oh, well, especially with Carmichael Hunt on the fritz, he's probably the best, along with Falau, the, the second best Australian fullback. And if it weren't for Falau, he'd be head and shoulders above third. So he's also a very, very good player. So wholesale changes with the Rebels. In terms of strengths and weaknesses, I'll just start with number eight, uh, Amanaki Mafi. He was one of the players of the season last year. They've got Lepeti Tamani who can cover eight and flank. Heck, he can, he can even cover lock. They're strong at lock. I'd, I'm a little bit concerned at hooker. They might be a little bit light, but they're sitting in the props. Scrum half, we've already mentioned. They're fantastic. Jack, Jack Deprecini, he's serviceable. He's got a cannon for a boot. So that being said, I imagine that the Rebels will play off nine a lot, especially with a guy like Guinea. Um, it's going to be interesting how Vessels manages that and then Dane Hader-Petty at the back and speaking of the wings uh, Mariki Koriboti he is quality as he saw in the international season then it's uh, Sefa Navalu he's also very solid Tom English good squad player again Dom Shipley also good squad player so overall uh, oh, and I've actually forgotten Retouch who is in my opinion one of the best footballers um, in, in Super Rugby he can play 12, 10, 13. Heck, you can really sit him out to 15 if you really want to. So overall, I think... It's, I know I'm going out on the limb here, thinking the Rebels will finish first. I do believe they're going to be incredibly strong, even at flank. Jordy Reed, good. Richard Harwood, Colby Feyinger. Um, in certain positions, they might be lacking a little bit in terms of depth. But overall, they're actually very strong, especially since the, the forces, most of the forces' best players have ended up, ended up there. I do think the major challenge will be... Um, kind of like an English football team that signs 20 players, you know, like the team gelling and coming together to get their systems right, which I think will be a challenge, but Vessels is maybe the coach to have a look at it. But the Rebels are going to be very dangerous for everybody concerned, especially when they get it on, especially driven by Amnaki Mafi, who, by the way, quick pivot of fantasy, is fantasy gold. So if you are fighting fantasy rugby out there, ladies and gentlemen, get Amnaki Mafi into your team. He is fantastic. So overall, Rebels are going to be interesting. So chaps, thoughts on the Rebels and their chances? Before I make my prediction, you know what I'm going to say, but uh, yeah. Um, I, I actually wanted to just add something. It's not really player related. It's more of like a sort of miscellaneous thing. But I was thinking the other day, it would be quite nice if uh, the Rebels management or whoever makes these decisions uh, introduced like a, a new kit, right? So that they weren't using the old Melbourne Rebels kit hmm. as a sort of gesture of good faith towards the new players from the force and like the original force <laughs> Uh, faithful, like the fans, who are hopefully also going to be absorbed, because they, they should really be trying to kind of bridge that gap, and you know, it's not their fault that the force got kicked out, kind of thing. Because um, at the moment, like if I was a force supporter, I'd feel pretty bitter yeah. about seeing all all my players like running out of a Melbourne Rebels kit, and like I just feel really cheated of being represented. So uh, I don't know, I don't know if they're planning anything, but I think it would be cool if they just had some kind of a you know a, a nod to 
to Perth in the fan base. Yeah, home game there or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. But uh, anyway, other than that, um, my prediction for where they'll end up, um, we kind of touched on this a little bit the first preview mm. when I was doing the Reds, I think, or so the Brumbies. Um, and you guys all felt like they were really, really strong. And I must admit, they, they do look good. they got a pretty solid team. I still don't see them break into the top two, personally. Mm. Um, but you guys have high hopes, and I'm, I'll probably be proved wrong. I'm kind of expecting a return to like the old strength of Brumbies and Waratahs. And I think that Force slash Rebels are going to find themselves in third above the Reds and the, and the Sunwolves. So that's what I rate. Next. <laughs> Do you want to go, Ben? Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think I think they have within them they have the team to win to win the Australian Conference. the The question does come basically over is is whether they're going to whether they're going to gel. Yeah. And and in that that way, I was I was actually having a think, and I was saying this is almost a brand new team. Like they're very. And it's almost easier to gel a brand new team than a team where, say, 40% of it's been removed and then you've obviously replaced that 40%. So, yeah, there, there, are, a lot of, there are a lot of unknowns surrounding the Rebels at the moment. But I'm going to, I'm going to say they, they're going to come second because I don't, I don't think the – what did I say the Brumbies would come first? I, I don't remember. It feels like an eon ago. Mm, I'll try to remember. I think you might have said first. Yeah, I, I, think I, so I think I, I think the I think the rebels will I think the rebels will come second because um, yeah I, I don't I don't know how well they'll gel. Similar to to what what I was saying about the bulls, like I think that they'll start. There'll be a bit of there'll there'll be a bit of kind of settling in a settling in period, but I think they'll finish very strong. And Matt. Yeah, um, I sort of echo Alex's sentiments that it's difficult to tell. I mean, it's a new coach, and essentially the new coach has brought along all his favorite players. So there is that that it's not necessarily an entirely new side like Ben is saying. I mean, 40% of the side were, were playing together last season. So they just now have to play on a different field at home in front of different fans, which I don't know if they're going to... I mean, it's a big ask to sort of get get by that and play play your best rugby almost immediately. So, I also I'm not optimistic. I reckon fourth as well for the Rebels. I think they might have a bit of a hiccup next season if they carry on like this. Will be far better than this season. Ah, uh, dude, Rebels are going to win. You think they're going to be? Hmm? You think they're going to be below the Reds, Matt? Yeah, they'll be below the Reds. Yeah, it's because the Reds have no, no, criminal but, action no, pending. No, 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 Alex, 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, my number five is the Reds, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Of course, okay, I think, we'll, I think, we'll get I think to that. Telegra- I've telegraphed you my number one in the Australian conferences before you even started all <laughs> of this. Uh, well, uh, look, uh, it seems like the Australian conference, we might as well flip a coin. Because I, I think the Rebels are going to finish first um, as a betting man. I would... Yeah, I think they're going to finish first. Uh, you never know. So just, just wait. So, so we have first, second, third, fourth. Yeah, they're all different. <laughs> We've all chosen different teams. So we, we, we spread, we're spreading <laughs> options. But I'm telling you, this right. year, it's hashtag Revenge of the Force in Melbourne. I was exactly. at, I was Revenge at, of the Force. Revenge, the hashtag Revenge of the Force. 
I was at the Rebels' very first Super Rugby game. I was living in Melbourne at the time. So I got a special connection with them. And I got a kit for the stadium. Their snacks suck, but it's fine. So hashtag Revenge of the Force. The Force Returns, whatever you want to call it. Rebels to finish first. At least one of us are going to be right, in theory. Unless the, the Reds win the, win the conference. Unless they burn it all the way down. Yeah, the Reds are the only team that can screw us. Can I just say... Can I just say, like, this, this scattering of predictions says says more about the Australian conference than it does about us. Uh, hashtag true story. Because it just, it just shows what an absolute shit show that conference is. <laughs> and hashtag, yeah, hashtag and like, not wrong, the Australians are wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and that's, that's kind of why I think, like, the Rebels, despite absorbing all the best players from another franchise, I still don't think they're going to do well. Because at their base level, both of those teams are absolute dog shit. What? So... <laughs> No, yeah. Rebels, are, uh, I, I Rebels stand were by always that. A, I stand by that. Rebels were always a strange side. You'd always have one or two Rebel players in your fantasy side because, or Inman or a loose forward or someone, Marfi. When Bill went there, Tamani, I was like, oh, I Bill mean, was that, there. Yeah, but he had a no, that's, nightmare. That's, that's fantasy, though. Yeah, no, no, no but, but that's that, also that's one name in the, out of 15, yeah, so... Inman used to score the most bullshit tries. Like, whenever there was, like, a weird <laughs> thing, like, the player would kick it to the post and it would bounce back Like, whenever, like, three people would jump and all miss the ball, Inman would, like, just pick it up while it was rolling over the line. Like, he scores the most bullshit tries in the world. Scoreboard, scoreboard. Super, he also scores bullshit tries. 